Hello, good morning, noon, afternoon, or nighttime. Hi, king, queen, or non-binary royal. How are you doing? Hope you're doing well. I hope you're thriving. Are you drinking some tea? Because I am. I'm drinking some nettle tea. Welcome to this podcast, Tea with Amy. I'm your host, Amy, and I'm so excited for today's episode. We have Leslie Draffin coming on the podcast. Leslie is amazing. She's a woman's empowerment mentor and does so many amazing things, one of which is womb healing and mentoring women to become in tune with their natural cycles, which is what this episode is going to be all around. So yeah, definitely check out Leslie's podcast. I will have her podcast and everything linked in the show notes and yeah, her podcast is called, hold on, uh, Ignite the Light Within, or oh gosh, I apologize for messing this up, but her podcast is really amazing. It's called The Light Within. So I also hopped on her podcast, so definitely check out that episode and check out the rest of Leslie's IG, all of that. She does monthly womb meditations, so those are amazing. Also, she is going to be leading a womb meditation on this podcast, on this episode. So get ready for something really, really juicy, something really amazing. Even if you're not bleeding, even if you're non-binary or a male or whatever you identify as, you can definitely utilize and also meditate on your womb because even men have a womb space. They have something that is represents the energy of the womb so yeah we will definitely be going into that deeper in this episode we will be talking about living in alignment with your inner cycles and cyclical living and how you can overcome period shame pain and how to utilize your inner cycles for more productivity and pleasure in day-to-day life for all genders Also, Leslie's going to be sharing some journaling questions, which you can journal upon if you want to get in tune with your inner cycles and your inner womb goddess. And yeah, this episode is for you if you're just interested in becoming in tune with the natural cycles because, you know, there are cycles in literally everything in life. There is always a beginning and end and a middle (laughs) I don't know why I said it in that direction, in that order, but there's always a start of something, which is like what I learned in, um, while I was becoming a spiritual life coach, I learned that the idea and it, I think it's an Ayurveda and like more Eastern approaches to, to life. There's something called Vata, which Vata is the air, it's the idea, the beginning of something new. So if you're in a project and you're brainstorming and like gathering all the ideas, mood boarding, all those kinds of things, that is the Vata, that is the beginning, having an idea of something. And then you go into the next phase, which is the Pitta, the fire phase, the execution, the phase where Nike says so amazingly in their slogan, just do it. So the pitta is the the creation, the the act, the doing of the thing, and then towards the end, the third part, and the end of the cycle would be the kapha, the kind of like getting things wrapped up. It's like putting things in order or trying to like finalize 
do the like nitty-gritty kinds of things like very earthy kind of energy think of like virgo energy if you're into astrology that kind of thing so that's how i've been also you can like utilize these vata pitta kapha those kinds of energies throughout the day so from 6 to 10 a.m or p.m is very pitta kind of time so it's like very fiery just from from nature and the the cycles of the the nature and then also from 10 to 2 you have the kind of more kapha energy supporting you and ayurvedic i think it's ayurvedic but like the, that kind of energy and then from 2 to 6 a.m or p.m you have very like vata idea sort of flowing brainstorming kind of energy throughout the day but also throughout the month and throughout the year there are there are always seasons and cycles, which is something that we will be going into in this episode. And yeah, I'm so excited to have Leslie like really sharing about the aspect of like the womb and like how the womb can literally empower us in our day-to-day lives, no matter what kind of gender you are. So without further ado, I'm so excited Welcome, Leslie, to the podcast. Let's jump into this episode to start recording. Yay. Hello, Leslie. Welcome to the Tea with Amy podcast. So great to have you here. I'm going to give a brief introduction. So, hey, everyone listening. Um, Welcome to the Tea with Amy podcast. Today, we have a very, very special guest. We have Leslie Draffin on the podcast. She's a menstrual cycle coach, feminine embodiment mentor, podcast host of The Light Within, and former news anchor who is passionate about eradicating shame and fear around women's bodies, cycles, and sex. Leslie believes in empowering women to come home to their bodies while embracing their divine cyclical natures. She helps lead women to heal themselves through holistic, esoteric, metaphysical, and somatic modalities, and is here today to talk to us. So excited to have you here. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. I have a question for you. The first question I'd love to ask you is, what makes you feel like you're having fun and you're feeling in flow? Mm. For me, what makes me feel like I'm having fun and being in flow is letting my cycle be the guide for what I choose to do each day and not judging when it's like sit on the couch and watch TV, right? For me, I have learned that being a cyclical person, it's really important to listen to what my body says, listen to what my cycle says, and then let it be the thing that leads me to doing more fun things in my life. So for me, that looks like um, right now I'm in inner spring and I have been on like a workout kick all week. (laughs) Two weeks ago, I was in inner fall and I was like, it was a rough one. It was a really rough inner fall. Like that's the season right before you have your period. I was questioning everything. I had the worst body confidence, but what did come through is like, I really wanted to be creative. So I picked up my paint and I picked up my clay. And so, um, for me, yeah, it's just letting what's so uniquely me, which is my cycle, be the guide for how I live each day. Mm, That's amazing. I love that. And yeah, I, I was just on your podcast and we also talked a little bit about the power of play. So anyone who's listening, definitely check out Leslie's podcast. It's amazing. And yeah, I'd love to ask you before we dive deeper, 
what does like what do you do for a living for anyone who wants to connect with you and your work and everything you do like what does a period and menstrual cycle coach do mm. or so yeah yeah for me I see it as a mentor and a cheerleader I kind of give off big sister vibes um like I'll shoot it to you straight but yeah. it's coming from a place of love and For me, a menstrual cycle coach really is part cycle educator, part period educator, and like I said, part cheerleader. Somebody who is going to help you understand what the fuck is happening with your cycle mm -hmm. and how to align with each of the phases, pinpoint period problems, help you understand ways that you can heal those things holistically. But for me, what's fascinating is, you know, I got certified in the very first internationally certified menstrual cycle coaching school, cyclical out of Australia. And I had been on a journey to heal my own period for like, a oh, just a, almost exactly a year when I signed up for that school. Mm -hmm. um, and what's happened in the last year is really leaning much more into the embodiment practices that still impact the cycle. I used to think that it was all about education, knowing what to do. And now I feel like it's really feeling mm -hmm. and remembering how your body's meant to be. And for me, cyclical knowledge and the menstrual cycle itself are an act of remembering in ourselves. Like we know this ancient knowledge within ourselves, but unfortunately our society has kind of told us these, these stories and made us believe these things about it. But once you start to uncover the work, it really starts to be something that you're like, oh shit, I feel like I always knew this. So kind of being a guide in that way as well, a disruptor, like I really find that I feel very much a disruptor when it comes to these taboos and these shameful feelings around periods. And then finally, I like to say that I'm a permissionary where I give people permission to be themselves radically, authentically and do whatever the fuck they want within, you know, reason, you know, don't hurt other people or yourself, but really give people permission to, to feel into that. Wow. That is so powerful. And to anyone who is like, who has never heard of like the menstrual cycle and these kinds of things, like, could you explain the, the word like inner spring, inner fall? Like, could mm -hmm. you explain oh, that yeah. to people who are new to this? <laughs> I know, I, know. I just went straight into that. So <laughs> a lot of people think that the menstrual cycle is just the days you have your period, which are just the days you bleed. But in fact, the menstrual cycle is the day, first day of your period, all the way until the day before your next period, then it starts again, right? So you are always somewhere in your menstrual cycle. If you're someone with the menstrual cycle, right? If you're someone who bleeds and within the menstrual cycle, there are four distinct phases. There are the medical terms for them, follicular, ovulatory, luteal, and then menstrual. But the way that I teach it and the way I wish I was taught it as a kid, which would have made so much more sense, is to think of all these inner phases as inner seasons. Inner spring is follicular, and that's what happens right after your period stops. A lot of people probably understand that little surge of energy you get after your bleed stops. You might even get it like day three, four of your bleed, like maybe you're still spotting, but you start to feel the energy rise. That is inner spring. Just like spring, we come out of the winter, we feel renewed, the grass is growing, the buds are coming up from the earth, 
that's inner spring. Inner summer is when you ovulate. It's the shortest of the seasons. It's usually three to six days long and it packs a punch, right? Like this is when we have extremely high energy, when we have a lot of inner, um, energy physically and mentally. We wanna be with our friends. We wanna be super social. You might be hitting PRs at the gym. And then the next phase is inner fall. It's the longest phase. It is the luteal phase. And it's usually 10 to 17 days long. This is the one that gets a bad rep for PMS. But the thing about inner fall, it's actually my favorite season. Progesterone leads the way in this season. And it can be very calming. It can help you focus on fine-tuned details. And for me, it's a time when I really get into my creative practices, right? Like I really want to start painting. I'll, I'll like figure out, I want to do like a completely new medium. Like I'll be like, oh, let me do clay now, or let me do watercolor or whatever. Um, and then finally, inner winter is when you have your period. It's like the hibernating cave where you go inward, you want to spend time with yourself and you're really resting in that death and rebirth cycle so that you can start the menstrual cycle again and continue to live cyclically. Mm, that's so beautiful. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, like, how can you incorporate these different energies? Because it like we we have different energies throughout our cycles. And it, I was going to ask you, like, how can we utilize that in our day to day lives? Like, how can how can even the wisdom that we gain through experiencing a, a bleed, a monthly bleed, how can we use utilize it? And maybe how can someone connect to this? like our inner cyclical living if someone doesn't have a period but maybe mm. those are two questions so yes they're definitely two questions mm. but let's start with the first one so how can you start to I guess live more cyclically or yeah. or, or let each cycle help you mm -hmm. I, I guess is is kind of what you're asking so yeah. for me the biggest thing is to start listening to your cycle and if, if that's hard for you believe me it's hard for a lot of people when they start off. For myself, I had been on the pill for 16 years. I had an eating disorder for 20 years. And so I had done a lot to shut my body down, to shut down its voice, to shut down my intuition. And so if it's hard for you in the beginning, babe, like I totally get it. The first thing I would say to start to do though, is to just start a little journaling practice. It's super quick and easy, but every single day, ask yourself, what do you need physically? What do you need emotionally? What do you need mentally? And what do you need spiritually? How can you nourish yourself today? What would you complain about to a friend? And then what's going great, right? A brag. Wow. And this literally is like a two minute thing. Start keeping a, a data journal for that. You can track it. I have a free cycle tracker on my Instagram for you if you want to grab that, but you can just like put it down in a little journal and don't worry about where you are in your cycle when you start this, right? Because I want people to listen today and, and think I can start this now because you can. When Could your you, period starts, yeah. Can you repeat the questions again? I, of course. Yeah, those questions. And I can send them amazing. to you. We can put them in the show notes. So, yeah, I'd love to. So it's what do I need physically? Mm -hmm. What do I need mentally? What do I need emotionally? What do I need spiritually? Mm -hmm. um, how can I nourish myself today? What would I complain about to a friend and what's going great? Mm -hmm. And you can kind of alter them. How do, what do I need or how do I feel physically, emotionally, mm -hmm. just so long as you know that the word fine is not a, a word in the vocabulary of emotions, like fine is not an emotion, right? Okay. So starting that, 
and doing it today. Then when you have your period, you now know, oh, this is day one of my menstrual cycle. So you would keep that journal and you just put cycle day one next to it. The next day, cycle day two, three, four, five, six, seven, however many days your cycle is. When your period started again, probably 20 to 35 days later, you would start again. This is cycle day one. In two to three months now, because this is a journey, right? Mm -hmm. In two to three months of keeping that type of journal, what you'll be able to see is patterns within your menstrual cycle. You'll see the days when you're naturally very outgoing, where you have more energy. You'll see the days that are a little bit more challenging. And so to answer your question of kind of how do we integrate the lessons throughout each phase of the cycle, for me, it's looking at the patterns that happen in each phase, knowing that just because it's a pattern doesn't mean that it's a hard and fast rule of how you'll feel, but having the awareness and looking at yourself with this intention can for a lot of people, and for me especially, start to help you give grace to yourself. So like I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I was in a bad fucking place. Like I had really bad body confidence. Like I mentioned, I had years and years and years of eating disorders and I stopped dieting like hard, stopped dieting a year and a half ago. So my body has changed, right? I was having some big issues and I looked and like, oh, <laughs> you're about to have your period. Like, duh. Like, of course you feel kind of shitty and questioning everything, questioning my business. Am I doing the right thing? Is this going to fucking work now? just, I think it's 10 days later. Yeah. I'm on cycle day 10 right now. The difference is that I have dedicated it all week to boot, to moving my body. So I of course feel better. I am talking to you, right? I'm doing things in my business that feel fantastic and very aligned. It's night and day difference. And so for me, when you get that awareness of those cycle journals, of those little data points that point to these huge cyclical patterns, you can say, all right, you know what? Yes, I understand today feels like shit, but I know it's not going to stay this way. And that's, yeah. I think the biggest lesson, right? It's yeah. just being a cyclical person. A lot of times the outside world will tell you you're crazy. You're not predictable. Um, there's all those words, right? But for me, when you see the hard and fast data in those journals, you realize I am predictable. It's just over a longer period of time, like the moon. So your mm -hmm. second question was, how do people without periods live cyclically? And the answer is the moon, right? So yeah. we, as people with periods and women, I, I call us women and menstruators because I understand that not all women have periods and not all people who have periods are women. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's my thought on that. So if you are someone who wants to live cyclically, but you aren't having a natural bleed, this would be someone who's pregnant, breastfeeding on hormonal birth control. Mm -hmm. Someone who has a hormonal imbalance, that means their cycle isn't coming to them regularly. Someone who is in a transition of life like perimenopause or menopause, or someone who identifies as a woman but wasn't born with a womb. Mm -hmm. All of those people need to look to the sky so simply in order to learn to live cyclically, right? The moon waxes and wanes just like our energy does. Mm -hmm. So like I mentioned before, the four seasons of the cycle really coincide very well with the four main phases of the moon. You've mm -hmm. got the new moon, which is inner winter. And I always mess this up. 
waxing oh. <laughs> it's new moon it's like okay new moon and then waxing I always confuse yeah. waxing and waning so it's waxing to full mm-hmm. right so in the waxing phase that's your inner spring as the moon grows brighter so does your inner energy mm-hmm. when the moon is at its fullest that's inner summer and as the moon goes back to dark that would be inner fall And so just like our own internal hormones make us feel outward and then inward and outward and inward, the moon energy is very similar in that regard. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I love that. So I always think of like when I hear of the the different moon phases, like the full moon is like for letting go and the new moon is for manifesting new things. But if you look at it from from a perspective of perspective of like, okay, we have our inner cyclical living and we can connect with the moon even throughout the month, not just for full moon and new moon times of times of the month. So yeah, that's amazing. So I wanted to ask you if someone is having, and I'm coming from a personal standpoint, If someone is having hormonal imbalances and is looking to have their, first of all, maybe I would share, I've never shared this, but I've been wanting to get my period back so desperately this past few, this past month, really, I've been focusing on it so much. The naturopath I went to, to heal my autoimmune disease, I went to him yesterday and he gave me something again. And I went to him probably like six months ago and he gave me something and it like I got my period immediately one month after I went to him so I went there yesterday again and that's leading up to what I'm gonna ask you like if someone is having like hormonal imbalances what would you say is the biggest thing they can do to to connect back or to get to get their cycle back because there I'm probably not the only one who who is going through it or is someone who just came off birth control or wants to go off birth control just uh yeah any person with a womb wanting to get get like to feel natural again mm-hmm. to, to feel like they're bleeding yeah okay for sure so I would say and this is the disclaimer I always have to say mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor I'm not a medical professional I cannot mm-hmm. diagnose cure or guarantee anything mm-hmm And there's a ton of different hormonal imbalances, right? There are a lot of reasons why people lose their periods. So in general, the thing that I would say is, and this is what I have found, it's starting to pay more attention to the womb itself. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and this is just my perspective today, might change in a couple of weeks, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. it, it, the way that I, I feel about this varies because there's a couple of things people can do, but I would say everyone who is trying to get their period back can do this. Start focusing on the womb space, right? Mm -hmm. So it can look like womb-based meditations. I do womb Wednesday meditations on Wednesdays, um, every week live on on Instagram. Focusing on deep belly breathing. Put your hands on your womb. Envision yourself in your womb. Envision yourself in the dark void of the womb before your birth. Put yourself in that space, right? Also start reworking the beliefs you have about your period, okay? So what do you think about it? Like, do you feel ashamed of it? I've never met a single person who in least one time in their life didn't feel ashamed. Even if it was something like you went to buy tampons or pads and you kind of felt like you needed to hide it. Like, let's say like a cute boy was checking you out at the register or whatever. And you're like, oh no, I'm buying pads. Like even that tiny little bit of shame, where does it get stored? It gets stored in your womb. 
right? Mm -hmm. Because the womb is this energetic junk drawer, I call it, this pelvic bowl of emptiness a lot of the time that we can store these little tiny shames and this trauma. So re really starting to focus on that space, rewriting, spending some time journaling about, you know, what would it be like to have my period? What would I really like to have my period? Why would I like to have my period? Right. Mm -hmm. And then spending time with the moon. Right. So I've had clients who have not had periods in 10 or 11 months, start to align with the moon and get their period back in two months. Mm -hmm. So the moon is super fucking powerful. And then the third thing I would say is get you some red carnelian. I have a red carnelian sphere. So a circle. I also use red carnelian yoni eggs and I have, Oh, it's I a stone. Those. Yes. Red carnelian is a crystal. Oh, that's amazing. So was, it's, yeah, yes, it's super red. It looks like period blood. I wish I had mine um, to show you on. It sounds series, beautiful. So I shit you not. I, my stone has called in my period multiple times. I will oh. get in the bathtub, hold it over my womb space. And it'll be like, Oh, when I was first trying to get my period back after the pill, I could feel, and you probably people listening and maybe, you know, this too, like you ever feel like, you know, it's coming, but it's just like mm -hmm. not there yet. Yeah. Okay. It's like a couple of days before, and it would be like a long cycle. I would put my red carnelian on my womb space, like right below the belly button. Um, if you're not exactly sure where your womb is, if you make an upside down triangle with your thumbs touching and your pointer fingers touching, which is called Yoni Mudra, I believe, put that over your belly button pointing down towards your clit, the womb is in the middle of that triangle. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's where that womb is. I put the red carnelian over that space. Boom. The period will come in like two days. Wow. So those are some things without knowing the in and out of like every person who's listening's potential hormonal imbalances that I think people can do to start reconnecting with it. And when it does come back, like celebrate that shit, look at the blood, give the blood to the yeah. earth um, re completely get rid of disposable period products. Mm -hmm. Don't use tampons. Don't use those plastic pads, reach for a cup, reach for period panties, reach for those, you know, reusable pads, the cloth mm -hmm. pads, um, because that'll give you an entirely new perspective on, on the blood itself. Mm -hmm. And also I would say when it does come back, start to think of the blood as what it is. It is extremely stem cell rich. Mm -hmm nutrient dense. It's not like the blood that comes out of your finger. When you prick your finger, it's different. It's what yeah. would foster life. So give it to the earth, right? Mm -hmm. Create a ceremony or a ritual around that and say, thank you to that. And even if your period doesn't come back, you can still on the new moon, spend time in the earth, right? Spend mm -hmm. time with plants. I love to plant new things on the new moon because it helps them grow just like my intentions will grow. And I feel like that's some good ways people can connect with that, even if they aren't getting their period back. Mm, I love that. That is so, so, so beautiful. I'm going to be so excited when I do have my period back. I'm going to be painting. I'm going to be putting it on my face and I'm going to be oh, like yeah. pouring it out into the, into the grass. <laughs> I was going to say, put it on your face, but like, that's also like elite <laughs> level shit. People, who, people who don't want to look at their period blood are not going to want to like paint their face with it, but yes, painting with it putting it in your candles. Um, yeah, all the things. Amazing. Yay. So would you be, I I've just, do you have like a meditation or a affirmation or something that you do with your clients if they are looking to get in touch with their natural cycle? Um, 
in my group courses that I've run, I have a womb visioning journey. So mm -hmm. for me, it's really about envisioning the voice that you, your mm -hmm. womb has and what your message from your womb might be, um, which I would love to lead your people through if you want to do that. Yes, um, as far as affirmations, I don't really know. I don't have a specific affirmation. It's for me, especially with my own past and my own struggles with body image, it's being okay, touching that space mm -hmm. and, and really understanding how essential the womb is. A lot of people think, you know, and you've probably heard this, go with your gut. Well, mm -hmm. first of all, the gut sits right behind the womb. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like, go with your womb. Mm -hmm. I always also always say, if you have a big decision to make bleed on it, right? Mm -hmm. Like let it simmer for yeah. one cycle um, and bleed on it. And so for me, when I finally started to do the womb meditations and do the work with the yoni eggs and place my hands on my belly and be with the moon. That was when I finally understood what people were talking about when they said, listen to your gut, listen mm -hmm. to your intuition. Because for me, and I think for a lot of people who have wombs, it's coming from that same space and it's coming from a much deeper space than the kind of, oh, just listen to your gut, go with your gut. Well, it's yeah. really like your womb in a lot of, a lot of ways. Yeah. And we do have different brains. Like we have our brain in our head, but also <laughs> we have, we have a brain in the gut and probably the womb is so, so, so intelligent. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. And there's a lot of studies that show, you know, the gut and the womb, because they're so close together, a lot of that stuff will share. It's why leaky gut can be really vastly impacted by taking hormonal birth control mm -hmm. because it's directed towards the womb, but it leaks into the gut. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wholeheartedly agree the, the yeah. second brain being in the gut, but also being really connected to the womb. And I think mm -hmm. also what people, what I want people to know is like, even if you aren't born with a womb, we all have a womb wound. Mm -hmm. We're all connected to the womb because we came from a wound, a womb. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even if you don't physically have one, let's say you had one and you had it removed surgically, hysterectomies are the number one worldwide surgery on women, right? Taking out the womb. So mm -hmm. even if you don't have a physical womb, you still have that energetic womb. Mm -hmm. And so you can still connect with it. You can still hear it. And it can still be something that leads you, even if you don't physically have it anymore. Mm, I love that. Why would you say, is it so important for a woman to, to live in flow and in tune with, with their natural cycle? Because I feel like when you bleed, like you, you're super intuitive and you're so connected with, with the nature. So why would you say is, especially in, in today's climate nowadays, it, it's important for, for women and everyone to live in tune with that? Mm. Well, the first thing is the world was not set up for female hormones. The world was set up for male hormones, right? We look at the nine to five work day as one of the things, right? Um, and so when we as cyclical beings try to compete in a world that was not set up for us, that's when we experience things like burnout. That's when we have more hormonal imbalances and when we feel vastly disconnected from self. And I think something that's happened, especially over the last several decades, is this massive disconnect for women and their bodies, women in the womb. We see it because of diet culture, 
I also believe it has a little to do with the fact that birth control now is prescribed like candy to children. And it's just like, why? Asking the question, why? Who benefits when we are disconnected from ourselves? Because it's not us. Yeah. So the reason why it's so important to start this journey and start this work is because, first of all, I mean, this is just me, because it's saying fuck the patriarchy, one. Yeah. But all seriously, <laughs> and and two, because on the other side, while it is scary as fuck, like let me be honest, this is not sometimes an easy thing to do. It's scary if you have a lot of shame, if you have been programmed by society and the church and the patriarchy, it's scary right? If you think that you're innately sinful because of your bleed, because of the stories of your youth, I was raised in the church and the story of Eve and all of that shit was like something that was ingrained. Like women were innately sinful because of this. It can be really hard to do this work. However, on the other side, no matter how deep you get in, right? Like if, I mean, you don't have to be putting period blood on your face to like experience this goodness, right? You will feel happier. Because like I said earlier, you'll be able to understand how to give yourself grace on the days that are challenging. You will be more productive. Why is that? Because you'll understand the days that you are naturally going to feel on fire and you can plan your life and your business around those days so that you can rest on the days you bleed, rest on the days that are challenging. And I know you are really into, you know, slower living and being in play and being in flow. The rest part of the outer seasons that we're in now in winter, right? In the Northern hemisphere, it's essential for the spring and the summer, just like it is in your inner cycle, right? Winter is essential for rest, your inner winter when you bleed, it's essential that you have that time. And so understanding those things, while it could be completely foreign to people who are listening right now, I just hope that they understand that this is how we were meant to be. Mm -hmm. It hasn't been that long that the period and the menstrual cycle and women's bodies have been othered. It's been three to 5,000 years since the rise of the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. Previous to that, we lived in very matrilineal tribes that worshiped the goddess. And why do we worship the goddess? Why did we worship women? Because we are the source of life. Mm -hmm. And so as the patriarchy has risen, and as we have gotten away from the truly divine aspects of being in this female body. And as we have let diet culture and celebrities and all the bullshit take us away from ourselves, make us feel like we have to be smaller, make us feel like we have to be silent. That is when this massive disconnection happens. So I feel like the more people who go on cyclical living journeys, who turn to the moon, who turn to themselves, who turn to the womb will heal the planet We'll heal ourselves, our individual selves, our community selves, and the collective. Mm. At least that's my hope. It, it, yes. Oh, yes to all of that. It's It sounds so, so, so powerful that when we actually do connect and we come together, that everything else will just fall into place. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. There's some saying I heard, I can't remember who said it. Was it the Dalai Lama? The world will be healed by Western women. And I feel like it's an interesting, I was reading a book with this in it the other day. I feel like that's such an interesting phrase because of the fact that so many Western women are vastly disconnected from themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, yeah, I just hope that hearing this and, and seeing how much it could change you gives you the evidence that you need to know mm -hmm. that this is, this is the way. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Now, my last question, 
or yeah, one of the last things I wanted to ask you was, would you be open to to guiding just a quick meditation or something yes. for for people to connect to their natural cycle? I sure would. Yes, of course. I'm going to turn off my light. Y'all can't see. If, if, if you're using this video, you'll see me go dark here in a minute. Okay. So first thing we're going to do is become more aware of the space that we're in, whether or not you want to sit down on the floor, sitting in a chair, start to breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth and envision the breath going down through your throat your lungs, your belly, all the way into the womb space. And if it helps you, you can go ahead and place your hands on that part of your body. And as you exhale, start to use that sigh as a way to further move that flow of air down into the womb. Knowing that making a little bit of sound will help you connect with that space. And with your eyes closed, if that feels good for you, focus now on that space between your eyes, the third eye. And I want you to see it like you would see an opening to a cave, a portal. Maybe it looks like an oval. Maybe it looks like an eye. But as you focus now on that space, go deeper into yourself. I want you to now envision that that, that space, that cave you're seeing in your third eye is the portal into your own womb. You move closer to that opening, stepping inside, feeling the warm darkness envelop you. As you become surrounded inside this dark cave of your own womb, notice whether or not you see or hear anything in the shadows, if you can sense anything there. You feel so well, warm and welcome here. It doesn't feel scary even though it's very dark. Take a moment and just have a seat there, sitting in that space, sitting in the darkness, feeling content, feeling held, and feeling safe. Now I want you to imagine that from the darkness comes a voice, a voice that belongs to only you. The voice has a message for you and only you. So as you continue to breathe deeply, I want you to hear what your womb has to say to you now.
you don't hear anything, that's totally okay. Just sit here in the space, knowing that your womb is here with you, holding you and protecting you. Spend a few more moments listening to its message or just basking in the moment of being here within yourself. And now thank your womb for whatever message it had for you. If it didn't have anything really urgent to say, just thank your womb for being there for you and for holding you, for holding all of the trauma and shame of your life and if you've never met your womb before, maybe this is a time for you to say hi. I'm so excited to get to know you more. I'll be back. I close out this space with the womb now. Saying thank you. Standing up and turning to go. Walking forward, almost like you're coming out of that cave. You see the light in front of you and take a step forward, another step and another. Now you're out into the light. It's almost like the light you see when you shut your eyes, but you can tell the light in the room is lit up. Taking a couple more breaths. <sighs> really feeling with your hands that womb space on your lower belly. As you come back into the presence of this moment now, feeling whole and held, maybe feeling excited, maybe feeling a little sad, but acknowledging that all of those things are okay. And also acknowledging that the womb here is always with you will always speak to you if you take the time to listen. So whenever you're ready, you can start to wiggle your fingers and your toes, flutter your eyes open if you've had them shut, and come back into the space around you. Ah. Wow. Very short one. Very short. That was so beautiful. Thank you so much for guiding us through that. Of course. It's my mm -hmm. pleasure. So I really just want everyone <laughs> to follow you. So how can how can people find you? First first of all, yeah, thank you for that. That was so beautiful. I just I got a message from my womb and she was like if we lead with our womb that's going to be like just on another level. So mm. oh, so smart. Yes, I love that. Um people can connect with me on Instagram. That's where I am all the time at Leslie Draffen. I have a website lesliedraffen.com as well and then on my podcast The Light Within which you're a guest on. Thank you so Yay. much. Thank you so much. Of course. 
oh my goddess wasn't this womb meditation amazing and wasn't it amazing to listen to leslie sharing her wisdom if you enjoy this podcast please rate and review on wherever you're listening to this also you can find leslie and you can find me i will put all of the info in the show notes and also if anything if you got anything from this episode i just wanna i just wanted to be a feeling of you feeling like you're not alone because let me tell you i've been there i felt like i was the only one who was like the weird one and i've been feeling i had been feeling so alone on my journey of like becoming a woman and what it means to be a woman and having a bleed and those kinds of things or or even my feminine side like again no matter what gender you are like I, I I'd always felt like I was alone on this journey of becoming in tune with my inner feminine side and this year it's been really about tapping more into my feminine side and integrating my own inner feminine and masculine energies but also allowing myself to really step more fully into being myself and also acknowledging myself and forgiving myself for for just everything. And if you got anything from this episode, like I shared, I have been on this journey of getting my period back and I've never shared this before, but it has been a journey. I feel so good and I'm doing like I shared all of the things to get my period back. I going to a naturopathic doctor. I'm taking some something for that from from him. Also, I'm going to see a Chinese medicine. I'm I'm seeing a Chinese medicine practitioner and she does acupuncture as well. I'm taking some Chinese herbs that she's giving me. Also, I'm working on not clenching my jaw. So I, I could go into this in a in a further episode but something I've been doing because the jaw is connected to the womb I think and something you can do if you're clenching your teeth which I do sometimes you can take a cork like put a cork in your mouth like so if you're watching this I just showed it uh if you're watching this on YouTube you can just put it in your mouth it looks ridiculous but you can just leave it in there for like a couple of minutes and what it does is it actually relaxes and it helps relaxing the muscles and it's kind of like the fascia you know when you do the rolling with the for the fascia rolling or you do drape rolling or something for for your muscles it's kind of like that for your jaw it actually helps you to relax and it's kind of like a stretching for your jaw so you're not as tense anymore uh, I probably messed it up a bit, but that's how I remember it when my uh, acupuncturist told told me about it, and it it has been helping so much. I've only I'd only been I've only been doing it for a couple of um, days actually. Like I think I've been doing it like seven days, and I've already felt a major impact. So I personally think that it that could also something be something related to my womb because it's like overall stress and I know that I I feel physically so healthy like I went to my uh I always forget the word like gynecologist and I got blood work done I checked all the things so physically I'm healthy it it probably is just something like a little bit that I need extra and yeah I'm also taking some some thing natural like supplements from my gynecologist because I 
really it, it, like finding the right gynecologist has also been a journey, but I don't want to go into that now, but I don't want to take the bottom line is I don't want to take the pull. I don't want to do anything uh, artificial or mess up my hormones, you know, with a pill and everything like Leslie shared, it's, it's not the best. So I've been doing all the things to get my period back. And if you got anything from this episode is that you're not alone and you are perfect just the way you are. Uh, you're perfect just the way you are. Isn't that the song? And when you smile, <laughs> I apologize. I'm not the best. Thing. Well, I shouldn't say that. I, my, I'm not a trained singer. I love that song by Bruno Mars. Is it by Bruno Mars? I think so. See, it's 5, 5 p.m. and it's Vata time. So my brain is like firing off some amazing ideas. Come as you are. That's also an amazing book you could read. Um, Yeah. So if you got anything from this episode, if you're a woman, man, non-binary, whatever you are, whoever you are, um, you're perfect just the way you are. And also you're not alone in whatever you are going through. And there are always people who you could probably talk to or even talking to a friend, even if they haven't gone through it, that could probably help so much. So yeah, be gentle with yourself and also forgive yourself because you don't have to, you don't have to talk like, I I have to get, I don't know how I'm going to say this, but like you, you know, when we have negative self-talk, that happens to everyone and you don't have to beat yourself up if you're going through something. It is so normal to experience so many different kinds of emotions and also, yeah. You're not alone and it's so normal to go through so many different seasons and cycles. And you know, after going or having gone through something quote unquote bad, something that may seem very icky or bad or negative emotions, once once you've actually dealt with them and integrated them and learned the lessons, there is always light at the end of the tunnel. It sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. I love that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. You know, when the phoenix dies, the phoenix rises from the ashes. And that's going to be you. Once you've dealt with all of that, it's going to be you. And then it starts all over again because it's a cycle. So this is the amazing cycle of life that we're going through on on every day. It's like you learn something, you might fall down, you get up, you learn from it, and you don't fall down again. Just try to, speaking in metaphors, but... You know, there's always a cycle. There's always a season for everything. So especially at the end of this year, like be gentle with yourself or I think I'm releasing this episode at the beginning of the new year. But whenever you're listening to this, there is always a divine time for everything. Allow yourself and give yourself the time to to go through different things. Like you don't have to force yourself to do anything and just feel into yourself what do I feel like doing now? And if you're feeling icky emotions, go into them and see what you can learn from them. You can have tea with them. And I go into this with in Leslie's episode. So I could go on and on on a rant. Or you could also listen to Leslie's episode or the one I did with her on her podcast. So I'm going to link that down below. And yeah, follow Leslie and me on IG. Rate and review this podcast and Leslie's. And yeah, if you want to find the journaling questions and the name of the crystals and everything else you can find that in the bio as well i'm sending you so much love take care of yourself 
drank some tea some I've been loving the nettle tea like I don't know what it is but it tastes so good to me so drink some tea or water and take care of yourself be gentle with yourself I love you so much and I'm so excited to talk to you to see you to hear from you whenever wherever and yeah many many kisses and blessings to you and talk to you then bye